The KMM Movie Review. Welcome back to only our second COVID movie review. Uh, yeah, we haven't done this in quite a while. We've only had two movies since the last time we were able to go to the theater. How many movies have we watched this year? Uh, so far, if we're actually only saying 2020 releases and not stuff mm-hmm. that yeah, you know, yeah, 2019 yeah. that's on the list. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 13 from theaters and then 15 total. Mm. <sighs> not great numbers. It was a it's slow, not going to be a record breaking year. Because, yeah, well, it was slow anyways because everything was supposed to come out in March. Yeah. Everything yeah, was, all, was coming all out starting in March and April. March, April, yep. Yep. Oh my gosh. We but got hit at the perfect time. Yeah. Hey, but, you know, thinking about it positively. Whenever we do get the chance to go back, it'll be like a refreshment, like a, a bonanza. Big We're gonna have to do three movies a week because there's gonna be so many releases. Yeah, like it's gonna be a whole we thing. Can hope. You know, now now going to Dolby will be like, whoa, you know, oh, like yeah. the theater's shaking and the audio, and it'll be That's that if, much better uh, if AMC makes it out of this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. <laughs> that's true. But uh, one of the movies that we were planning to watch ended up going to Netflix, The Lovebirds. The Lovebirds. So that is what we will be reviewing. I was surprised it popped up on there. Oh, Netflix made a deal with them whenever the whole theater, everything got shut down. So it's it was high budget film they've ever had, bruh. Well, I think I think a movie like this. It makes sense to make a deal with Netflix and put it on here. Yeah, I'll probably make the same amount. Just because, it like, theaters. the box office for this movie, I don't think would have been that great. Probably not. Yeah. But. They made the right choice. I mean, I, I do. I am excited for the potential of new movie distribution models. But I still want theaters around because I currently don't have enough money to have a home an actual home theater setup like i have a decent setup at home but it's not you know going to a dolby theater movie uh so yeah i still want it for that experience but yeah a comedy movie like this isn't doesn't really need that so it's good enough to watch at home but i would like to see something where it's like if you do like a in theater rental like what's going on right now through amazon and a bunch of other places um they actually give you an option of putting at least a portion of that rental fee towards buying the movie. Cause I still like to buy movies, but 20 bucks just for one rental rental. Yeah. I thought that price was wild. I was like $20. Yeah. Like it, well, the, the whole, the, you pay the, well, I mean, it makes sense in terms of, you know, a theater release, but you're paying for the theater experience. Whenever you go pay, you know, 17 bucks at a movie theater. I don't have that same quality here. Like I have a, like I said, a, a pretty decent setup, but it should it's have been not... five dollars, bro. Five. I mean, I could, I could see ten to fifteen for the in theater. Like ten, I would say would probably be I mean, ideal. Like if you like, if you were to like 
like you know bring people in to watch it you know as a one-time flat fee that these other people don't have to pay sure it's basically like splitting that up that cost up you know or if i mean if you and your friends want to do that like hey four of us you know split that cost up you know cough up the five bucks um yeah. i mean the other part of that though is that the pricing of twenty dollars for a rental is you know in keeping with going to a movie theater per person and the issue there is that there's no overhead at that point like the the overhead is the yeah, i mean releasing it out on, on for server space um so i mean there is a cost associated with it so it shouldn't be like oh you know just release it for you know two bucks but there's not the additional overhead that goes along with running a theater. And that's the reason why tickets are the price that they are. Yeah. I mean, you're just cutting out the middleman. And yeah. So the prices should be significantly lower, but we'll see how things shake out. I mean, this is still, you know, super new. I mean, uh, I guess I... there has to be a feasible plan for there be enough incentive for the movie industry to be, churning out movies or good movies you know like if everything just collapses then the the end result of that is we get no movies so i mean the future of it would still be like direct distribution to people and theaters will more than likely just become a you know one-off thing for enthusiasts so yeah but if, if they're looking at you know if they if people are not willing to pay the price and they have to lower the amount that they're charging, then that would mean they're, you know, you're able to track, I guess, a lot better since you're like, you know, this is one fixed price. Um, but then you just get lower budget movies. If people I mean, are not, not willing to pay this 20 bucks or whatever. Because I mean, you look at something like uh, Game of Thrones, which... You know, it was on a premium service, but it's not like HBO had like a guaranteed we're going to get this much growth from releasing this such a high budget show. Like if you put it out there in a affordable way, people will will consume it and you'll ultimately make more money. Yeah, but Game of Thrones is really just like people get HBO for Game of Thrones. So you pay for the the, the platform to watch the thing. I mean, that was true after it got, you know, really big, mm. like what second or third season, I'd say. But like initially they didn't have that kind of like the HBO only had the clout from the other shows that it had, which were generally smaller budget shows and the movies that you got to watch as a part of it. But I am excited to see where this new distribution model goes, because I'm a fan of getting to watch like brand new release, good, high quality movies at home, but I still do like, like the theater movie experience. Theater experience. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the high the super high budget movies that we end up watching anyway typically aren't ones that end up in our top ten or whatever. So you know budget doesn't mean automatically mean it's good. Oh um, yeah. Um, no, I mean, there's a lot more that goes into that, but I, I'm just saying there still has to be, like, you have to have proper equipment and everything to really, you know, make a solid movie. And there is 
you know, a budget that goes along with that. And generally speaking, something that has a higher tier budget has a pretty solid potential to be at least an enjoyable movie. Bro, but, what about uh, what was the budget on? What was the movie? Uh, the uh, fuck, I already forgot the name of it. Was that uh, one we watched this year? Yeah, at the very, it's the first movie of the year. What was it? Oh, The Grudge. Oh. Yeah, Dude, the budget on that was not very high. Bruh, <clears throat> it was shot so well, though. Dude, <laughs> it was literally like two scenes, two places it was shot at that house <laughs> and that's it in the road, bro. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, but enough of, enough of that. Let's get into the movie. The actual synopsis, bro. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and pull it up. Oh my! I didn't have it up yet. You're not off going the top, off top, bro. No. Off top, Keith's gone, bro. It's not completely gone. I just don't have anything for this one. <clears throat> a couple experiences a defining moment in their relationship when they are unintentionally unintentionally embroiled in a murder mystery. There you go. There we go. All right. I'll start with my score. I'll give this a I'll say a 7.5 and uh I'll say a wait for it. Okay, I'll go next. I'll give it a 7. I'm going to wait for it. I'm going to go with 6.5. And I'm going to go skip it. Skip it. Wow. All right. Well, I mean, I thought it was pretty enjoyable. I mean, it was, I guess, a little slower than I was expecting from the trailers. Yeah, it was slow. Um, Slow. I don't think I, mean, I they... laughed out loud once. <clears throat> yeah, there wasn't anything that was like super, super funny. No, there was nothing in this that really got me. But it was it was an enjoyable enough movie. Yeah, like I, mean, it I enjoyed it, but I didn't laugh. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, it was, I wouldn't uh... have been disappointed to go see it in the theater as a part of our you know, Stubbs membership. I mean, yeah, it definitely tried to be funny. Like there were yeah. definitely part like jokes in the movie. Um, I because I agree, I didn't really laugh, uh, you know, throughout the movie. It was no, just I didn't laugh at all, like, I just watched it. I was just like, okay, it was like all the jokes, like, where you could tell, like, they were written, uh, like they were just like flops, yeah. But, I was but, like, but get, oh, no, 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 this is this not realistic. Be, this would have been like a movie, did we watch where I was like, oh my gosh, this is so awful. It might have been The Predator. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Where like everybody, yeah, yeah. the theater was just cracking up. Like it'd get to the like the baser. The theater would have been filled with laughs. I'm a hundred percent sure. Because you're saying that these jokes, yeah. um, Bruh, people the with predator the 90, uh, IQ, they're hitting, bro. Oh, bro, the predator, like people were dying. Wow, at all the jokes, <laughs> dying, just laughing. <laughs> but I swear there was another comedy that we watched that people cracking up too and we were just like sitting there looking at each other just all right it's not that funny they were the the jokes were just too formulated and not natural at all with what was going on in the scene like why would you be joking about this this and that when you're in this high pressure situation like it just doesn't make any sense they weren't i guess it wasn't that funny i guess they Um, did 
put them in situations that felt semi-realistic, but then like their responses to them weren't like the situations weren't crazy enough for the responses that yeah that they were giving. Yeah, it's kind of like if you ever watched uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. There's some some stuff in that where they build up like these really big. Uh, high tension moments where like a character gets kidnapped or something and then it's all resolved in like five minutes and it feels like a waste like why why even build up like this high tension <laughs> thing to have it you know dissolve that quickly and to you know try to get back to the comedy yeah, there, there is some of that for sure I mean all in all it wasn't like a bad movie it was well made the characters were enjoyable I really like Kamal Nanjani um and Isa Ray is it Isa or Isa? I think it's Isa. I thought that they, you know, they they played pretty well off of each other. It wasn't like super great chemistry, but it was decent. But they were also supposed to be like a couple that didn't want to be together anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I was like that's like what happens whenever they are like the movie starts with them like getting ready to go to a party and then on their way to the party is whenever they like someone takes their car and ends up running over somebody. And so then they decide the best thing to do is to try to, you know, prove their innocence by gathering the evidence, the evidence for themselves so that the cops won't, you know, suspect them. But on the way to the party, they break up. So the whole time there's like this tension between them of like they know that they broke up, but they're still like in this situation where they have to be together. But yeah, it it was only okay. And I guess the spoiler warnings that I guess towards because I'm gonna talk about how lame the ending was. Um, I thought it was lame as personally, because <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it was like it was climaxing to them getting arrested and then them getting brought in and then like the detective is like yeah you're you're witnesses to a crime it's like why would we think anything different there were you know video of the whole thing and then it was just like oh and then like duh there's traffic cameras yeah yeah and then and like why would we ever think that it's like yeah you if you thought that and you're fucking stupid if that we were gonna think that you were the person that murdered these people or whatever or this person and then, you know, the guy, you know, who killed or who's been chasing them this whole time is the guy driving the car all of a sudden. And they don't realize it until. Yeah, that part got me. I was like, what? Was he already, yeah, like, did they walk him out to the, the car? Until yeah. he, like, actually. Yeah, they they did walk him out to the car. So yeah, someone was, was uh, he was already in it. Yeah, okay. That's and I, 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 the only thing I can assume there is that, like, there's this desensitization of like the whole ride share situation where they just like don't even pay attention to the driver. They just get in. Mm, That's possible. But because that is something that happens throughout the whole movie is they keep taking lifts. And like one time they talked to the driver. So I guess that was something that they were trying to go for, but maybe that was was completely unintentional. The classic at the very end, the villain fucks around and tells them the whole shit and then doesn't, you know, actually do the job that he's going to do. And then ends up fucking like when he was like doing the any mini, mini, mo thing. 
it's like, oh, it's just building tension at this point. Like we we know obviously yeah. we know he's not gonna kill them. So it's like just hurry up and get to the part where they win. Hurry up. Yeah. That's how I felt at the end. Yeah. I will say I think my favorite parts were with Anna Camp, that blonde chick. The the congressman's wife. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um I kinda wish that they would have just done more with them two and the cult. Uh like that was the most interesting part of the movie. Yeah. Like that, yeah. Like, like after the funniest part was like, them oh, watching the orgy thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> like like uh Leilani's reaction to it, just like, oh, okay, yeah, this is I'm down for this. Yeah, what's wrong with what's wrong with a cult that gets around and and they fuck? <laughs> hey, I'm just saying like, her reaction group. to it was was probably the part that I found the funniest. Yeah, that that was and, the interesting part, just figuring out what this cult was. Yeah, and then they like the cult thing just kind of disappeared. Blow, yeah, blew over. Oh, just yeah. like, yeah, we've been looking into them. We're about to take them down. And then like the the alarm went off, the cult scattered, and the police were in there two seconds later. And like, yeah. oh yeah, the cult got away. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> they had special escape hatches for all the rich people. Oh, they got on their. Jet helicopters, they're oh choppers, bro. <laughs> they're choppers. Yeah, for, I mean, me, I, I don't think if if you don't watch this movie, you're not missing out. Um, I mean, I think since it's on Netflix, that's something that I would say. Yeah, if you are still stuck at home, and you you do enjoy watching movies, like it's a decent enough movie to watch. It, it's pretty enjoyable. It's not anything terrible. Uh, it's pretty funny at points, but yeah, some of the thinking about the actual plot line it ultimately does kind of fall apart so yeah if you have i mean if you haven't watched here watch that of course before you watch this <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> uh, was that your chair it sounded like a cat no it was not my chair the cat okay are we going to play the game that uh, we got suggested to us in an email? Oh, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess. So the who are, all right, who are the well, characters? The suggestion, the, oh, the suggestion was the three characters with the most screen time. So obviously it's Kamal Nanjani, uh-huh. Issa Rae, and then it would and either be that. Paul Sparks who played Mustache or uh-huh. Anna Camp as Edie, which probably Paul Sparks. Definitely Paul Sparks. Yeah, dang it. Almost had a camp, bro. <laughs> I mean, that Paul Sparks easy. may have gotten the same amount of camera time as the guy, the kid that they were beating up in the room. They w- That part would have been funny if they didn't have it in the trailers. Yeah, I think they gave away too much in the trailer. They gave away way too much. Like, if they wouldn't have had anything with the um, subplot of the uh, the whole cult thing, in the trailer, it would have been a lot better. Also, they like they showed Anna Camp in like every single one of the trailers, and she was she wasn't in the movie that much. Yeah, she wasn't in the movie that much, and her and accent she, wasn't as exaggerated as it was in the trailer. Yeah, I she's pretty funny. I like her and other stuff that she's been in, and I wish that she would have had a bigger role in this. But all right, oh, well. so we're saying Paul Sparks, huh? <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill. Yeah, Paul Sparks. Fuck Mary Kill. 
Camille <laughs> Nanjiani, Paul or uh, Paul Sparks. Oh God, I'm going with F. Kamal because he's got that that Marvel body now. You know. Oh my uh, God, gotta go with that. Mary, Issa, kill Paul. Okay. Sorry, Mister Mustache. All right. Uh, I'll go with. I think mine would be the same. <laughs> yeah, mine be exactly the same. I mean, this one's pretty easy, I'd say. Well, I'd kill the white man, though. I'm gonna switch. <laughs> Racially Just motivated. I'm married to, uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Kamal. 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 Just because You're I'm married, married to Kamal doesn't mean that I'm banging him, right? Sure. Sure. Yeah. So that's that's my thought process here. I'm a I'm a fuck Issa Ray. No, 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 bro. You gotta yeah. consummate the marriage. No, no, there's yes. no, no, no yep. I make that. the rules now, boy. No, you have to consummate. No, you're gay. No, no, no. <laughs> you okay, consummate. Mr. Homophobe over here. Yeah. You're gay, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you gotta consummate it, bro. No, no. Yeah. Where yep. are these now, bro? You can't change yep. the rules. Uh, I, I make the rules, bro. Let's go. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't fucking none of them, bro. Y'all gay? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, bro? All right. Thank you, Grace, to the vice. So, to talk about some more movie stuff, I watched the uh, Doom Annihilation movie. Mm-hmm. It came out at the end of last year. Oof. Yeah, I Oof. think I watched it. I think I remember <laughs> I watched the beginning. Was the it's, Rock? Um, no, no. This the the Rock and Carl Urban were in the first Doom movie. It came out in like what was that like two thousand five, two thousand six, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was clearly a movie made just so the studio could keep the film rights. Because it had a budget, like the CG and like some of the prosthetics and everything that they used in the movie looked decent. Like it wasn't like terrible. Um, the overall film quality was pretty solid. The main thing was like the story was atrocious, and the uh, the acting was pretty terrible. But uh, terrible like a cat. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was it was not good. Um, and apparently they just decided to stick with more of the aesthetic from like Doom 3. How does it start? I, I swear I watched it the beginning. I mean, it starts with them. It's like scientists on Earth and on Mars, which is, you know, the standard stuff with Doom. Like there's, mm-hmm. you know, stuff going on on Mars. Um, but they found like these ancient portals that they figured out how to turn on. So they're like sending a person through it. It's supposed to be like near instantaneous transmission from yeah, Mars now I remember. To the Earth. I'm starting to remember. So yeah, it's like this like super nerdy white guy like with a with a white man fro wearing like a jumper. And apparently he was a doctor. He looked like he was just like some random dude, like a janitor or something, but supposed to be a doctor. And uh he was gonna be walking through to go from I think it was Earth to Mars. But he's going Earthside to Mars, and then he goes through, and everyone's like, "Oh, you know, he he's fine. He looks good." Blah blah blah. blah. And then they 
like pan the camera around him and he's like got blood coming out of his eyes and he's like grumbling. He's like, rawr, rawr. and then it cuts to like all the Marines and a ship. Yeah, I think I remember. They try to give like it's like this large ensemble cast. Like they try to give it like an alien vibe, but it just doesn't work very well. Just not not. I know a hundred percent sure I didn't finish. Yeah, I I, I finished it. Like, like none of the demons oh. even were like the same demons from the games. So there's also that. Like they kind of had some similarities, like the zombies. Mm-hmm. Which are just like the the cannon fodder, effectively in the games are like all just the the scientists, which is you know pretty much what they do in the games, and then, but the other ones that show up are like it's a cross between multiple demon types, and they just are weird. And then like she actually goes like the main character at like at the end of the movie, like the last fifteen minutes of the movie, actually ends up going into the portal. And it's like it basically it, the portal actually connects to hell, and then another portal opens for her to walk through to the other side and go to Earth from Mars. And like in there, they actually have like some other demon that actually is supposed to be pretty powerful, but she just blows it up with the BFG. Of course, it's also like the weakest BFG ever because if you played the games. The BFG like clears the whole screen of all the enemies with a single shot. And this one, it's like a single shot just is a guaranteed kill. That's it. If she misses, she misses. That's it. So yeah. Yeah, I'm not a good movie. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's worth watching. It's something to put on if you just want some noise in the background. It's all right for that. A noise of a trash can. Yeah. <laughs> a trash disposal. I've mostly just been rewatching Avatar The Last Airbender. I watched. If we uh, haven't been playing Apex. Recently, I watched The Predator, the one that y'all watched. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did yeah, we talk yeah, about that us... last time? No, no, we didn't talk about it. It's time, oh. bro. What'd y'all give it score wise? You remember? Yeah, I can like twos, go back and pull it up. Twos or threes or something. Something low, bro. Something wild. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, crap. All right, we'll talk about it. I'll, I'll pull it up. Well, I mean, I kind of went in with it with a different perspective since, like, since y'all's review or whatever. Kind of, I knew what to expect, I guess. Yeah. Um... Because I think, like, I guess originally going into it, you wouldn't expect it to be, like, more comedic than anything else, really, right? Or attempt at comedy, at least. Because <laughs> it definitely was trying to be a comedy and also, like, I don't know. It It, it was... I think it was intentionally trying to be kind of bad and campy, you know? Um, so Go on. With that expectation, I went in there. I mean, I thought I had a good time. I was laughing at how ridiculous half of the stuff was. Like, whenever the Predator got out of the facility and was, like, jumping off of the buildings and, like, running. And they were, like, 
you know, uh, chasing after it. And uh, Olivia Munn was like catching up to it and shit like that. That to me was ridiculous. <laughs> and just like everything else about it was super ridiculous. What like with the doll with the predator dogs. And, oh yeah, uh, with the like, dreads, that was fucking nuts. <laughs> and then the stuff with that guy, like the 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 black guy who had the uh, the shoulder strap gun, and he ended up shooting himself in the head. Oh yeah, that was fucking stupid. Doesn't doesn't that happen at like the very end, like towards the end? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Oh my god, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then that whole. Just the the craziest part was that whole subplot with the with the the son and him having or him being autistic, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. And then being that's able right. to like hack into, into the, the equipment. The... <laughs> <laughs> and then Actually, like understanding like... what was going on and pressing the button. Didn't, and... didn't that episode I'm pretty sure that movie where we said autism's the new is the next evolution of humanity. I think that's what we said. Yeah, that's well, that's what that's the, what the movie said. Oh, that's does. what yeah. the movie said. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> the predator's like, uh, I'm here to take what's his face. Like he just says the last name, so you they try to make you think that it's the the dad, dad yeah. who's like the, the been the leader of this group trying to fight the predator. So yeah, like the whole autism is the next evolution of humanity thing is like, wow, okay. <laughs> Well, I think it was off the rails. The beginning of the movie. Was it? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because the kid was the first scene. Oh, there's also the whole like that small predator was supposed to be there to help humanity, but then the big predator comes in and like that whole subplot just like goes away. Bro, why don't you talk about the scene, bro? The well, sleeping thought, uh, wake up scene, like the bunch of characters and how they interacted with Olivia Munn, I thought that was the funniest part of the movie. Like when they Those were creepers. when she was like passed out in the hotel and they just oh like, yeah we, yeah I mean that like, was snacks around her yeah didn't somebody I do origami for the what didn't a guy make like an origami something for or something like that. Yeah, like they're all like trying to be super respectful and like nice and stuff. Yeah, bro. But what'd you think about that that slip? <laughs> I mean, I thought it was, I already knew it was gonna come, so I was like, like, yeah. You saw was... how ra- but you saw how random it was. Like, I'm just like, well, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, I guess. Like for, I mean, like up to that point, there hadn't been anything like raunchy up to that. Point. Like it just like was like what. Well, what did he say? He said, um, I want to, what did he, what did, well, it was the, it was the Tourette's guy, right? Yeah, it was the Tourette's guy. But the Tourette's guy had been saying crazy shit the whole time. Not like that. Yeah, but like, I, I think I would have fully expected something nah, like that from Tourette's nah, guy. Nah, nah. Nah. I can't remember. The, the takeaway here is that the, that's just a bad movie. And it will I not it's spawn a, bad movie, a new series. But you can watch it and like make fun of it. It's yeah, a, yeah, that's what we said. Where it's easy to do that. Yeah. Also, that one was in 2018, so we didn't actually have any documented sheets of it, of our scores. Mm-hmm. So can't look it up. What we gave it originally. But it was probably like a two. 
and then I'll watch it now because it's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't we haven't really had many of those of you know so so bad that it deserves a low score, but you gotta watch it because of how enjoyable it is to just yeah like that it. what that the nun oh, oh god man, the, the nun. nun the holiest <laughs> the holiest and uh. Oh, the Grudge, I guess, could fall in that category. Uh, no, like, no, you can't even no. really make fun of the Grudge that much. Like, it was just bad. Yeah. Well, I feel like if I, you go through it, like you know, scene by scene, like you just be like, "What the fuck is this? Like, what time are we in? Like, all these cars are all like fucking from the early '80s or '70s. They like, have cell phones." It was so fucking. That movie was so weird. Yeah, they definitely weird. did not know what they wanted to do with it. I think because I'm seeing the trend a lot now as well. Like now that I saw that, and then like in other shows like on Netflix, I'm seeing that the people people are driving around like those older, super older cars, and I'm like, oh, this must just be like a budget thing. I mean, it could be that, or it could also be if it's like a grungier movie that's usually where they'll use those older vehicles because they are more square so they fit a more edgy i guess would be well i'm seeing this i'm like watching shows like on from netflix and i'm seeing the same like trend like they're using these old ass tube tvs and these old ass cars and i'm just like I mean, is it supposed to be set in the nineties? Show set in like now, early two thousands. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that doesn't make sense. So I'm like, the only thing that could just be that. Yeah, they they do have the thing. Yeah, like they already have it. Just reuse it. Cars, and then like this is the cheapest package. You know. Yeah, big budget movies get the big budget package. Well. I guess that's about it. HBO Max actually comes out the next few days this this week. Um, you getting it, bro? I already signed up. Oh, how much is it? I locked in my. If you do the pre-order, it's eleven ninety nine for the first year per month. And then it goes up to fourteen ninety nine, which is the regular price of HBO now. But that's supposed to be. I guess it's a Wednesday, which is kind of a weird date. I thought it said the twenty seventh. Um, so this coming Wednesday, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm interested to see what, what all is going to be on that. It's got all the Cartoon Network stuff, all the old Hanna-Barbera stuff, all the Warner Brothers stuff. Right, there's some Dexter's Laboratory on there, bro? Yeah. All, all that, all the old nice. 90s Cartoon Network stuff. Say no Dexter's more. Lab, Johnny Bravo. Say no Ed more. Ed and Eddie. <laughs> Wait, is this a, an app? Yeah. If you already have HBO now, it's going to automatically upgrade to HBO Max. Because <clears throat> they're basically just getting rid of HBO now. Mm-hmm. HBO Go is just going to be the app that you use if you pay for HBO through a cable provider. So that's not going anywhere. But HBO Max is going to be the standalone app. And that's going to have like all the Warner Brothers HBO stuff. What else? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm hoping more movies come out 
on Netflix or Amazon or something where we can actually just watch them without paying 20 bucks. So no consistent movie, movie reviews coming up. It's a Netflix original. I guess it won some awards called the half of it. <clears throat> you watched it or you're suggesting it. we watch it. Okay. No, I, I, I'm not really suggesting. I mean, unless you want to, I don't feel like it's, it's within anything that y'all would be too interested in. But were uh, you interested in it? Was what I was, it was just like in the uh, like a, a, a claim, award winning, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck it, I'll watch it. It was like one of the first ones on there. It's like a, a it's like an Asian girl in high school. Um, she's really oh, smart. She like has a business where she writes pe- kids papers for them. Hmm. Uh, Chinese girl. I, I feel like I've seen the movie around, but I, yeah. yeah, I haven't watched it. And then this guy, uh, he asked her to write like a uh, his crush a love letter, and then she does. He charges him, and then she ends up like falling in love with the crush. So it's like Ugh. a lesbian kind of thing. <clears throat> okay, yes, yes, I did see that. Yes, pretty interesting story. I liked it. Well, well made movie. Guess if I get bored, I'll go watch it based on your recommendation. And if I hate it, I hate you. No, I mean the <laughs> acting was good. Um, it was. Uh, it kind of goes into depth into other situations like you know uh because her dad's an immigrant from china and then some of the other there's like it touches on like religion and uh people being ignorant to being gay and all that other stuff it kind of touches on it pretty um pretty pretty well so not a bad movie Right. It has the Mike seal of approval. It has this the Mike homophobic approval, seal of approval. Hold on. It gets two, three, <laughs> four squeaks out of five. <laughs> wow. <laughs> four squeaks out of five. Dude. That's right. Four All squeaks. right. Anything else? Nope. Nope. All right. Look forward to the next movie review that we don't know when it will be. Yeah. Can't tell you when. 